And I think making an effort to show people that you care, I think I do that daily and just uh, following up and remembering things. I think that's really important. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Investing City podcast, where the goal is to get better at investing, business, and life. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. It really means a lot. Without further ado, enjoy this episode. On today's podcast, we get to interview Yanni Gordon, the COO of JMG Financial. In this podcast, we talk all about building a culture, especially hiring and training employees, and then the importance of relationships in wealth management, the evolution of wealth management, and so much more. I hope you get a lot out of this one because Yanni has a really good heart and it plays out in how she handles business. Enjoy this one. Great. So let's just start with a little bit of your background. Were you always interested in finance or just tell us how you came to be in the position you are today? Okay. So it's a long story, but um, I think it's an important one because I've learned a lot from it as I look back on my journey and I use the things I've learned to help others um, as I train and develop and hire. I've been at my firm for 33 years. The firm is 35 years old, so I feel very fortunate that I was able to start kind of in the beginning. Um, At the time, when I graduated from college, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. Um, Basically went to a liberal arts college. My father is a CPA, and he's also a professor of economics and accounting, and so he thought that I should be an accountant. I hated accounting, and so I changed my major to communications with an emphasis on organizational behavior. Um, Who would have thought that I need more of that, or I use more of those um, skills today in my role as chief operating officer at the firm? So when I started, um, I actually got sucked into an insurance company, and I didn't really know it. They called it financial planning, and back in the 80s, um, financial planning was really more of us selling insurance, which I was not aware. Of course, I was just excited to get a job offer out of college, and so I took it. It took me about a month to realize that um, I had to study to get my licenses, and then, of course, the question was, now let's make a list of your friends and family, and let's go visit them in the evening, and and uh, sell them whole life policies. Um, did not take me very long to realize that I did not like this, and I uh, was really not, sales was not for me, and um, I was thinking about going back to school uh, to uh, continue my education. But in the meantime, I ran into an old uh, Sunday school teacher of mine, um, and he came to a mutual friend's wedding. I was now the Sunday school teacher and I was conducting the children's choir at this wedding. And he had just joined this firm. And uh, we were talking and I was telling about him about my dilemma. And so he asked me if I would consider an opportunity um, at this firm. And I said, I, I really wasn't sure because of my, my bad experience. So this is what he did for me. He said, I will set up Um, a computer for you and I'll give you some projects 
at my home. And uh, you can go there for a month, like a regular work day, and um, see if you like it. So he left me with uh, a tape recorder of a message from him to tell me what I needed to do. I had to teach myself how to read a Wall Street Journal. I, he gave me a whole dictionary on financial terminology. He said, read it. I did. Uh, I had to teach myself uh, Lotus 123, and that was pre-Excel at the time. And I worked on a very small screen computer. And so that's what I did for a month. And uh, what I didn't realize until later is that he was really trying to help me build up my confidence and build up some skills. And when you have to learn something on your own, you really do learn it. And he wanted me to have some credibility uh, coming to the office. I happened to be the first college graduate to join um, a staff position. Um, first female, and I'm also a Korean. So I had all those things kind of, um, you know, probably checked against me. And so he was really helping me to uh, build up my confidence. Um, and so I look back at that experience. And so that's why I really try to um, talk to students in colleges and high school and trying to help them build up their confidence and give them some guidance from the lessons that I learned. So uh, I, I did that and my approach was learn everything I could. And I had no idea what I was getting into. Um, that's where I learned taxes, uh, probably having uh, strength in uh, math and science um, at a younger age helped me too. Um, and uh, eventually I got my uh, CFP and uh, became an advisor here. Uh, now, back uh, in the beginning, I was probably at the firm for about five years, and that's when um, the person who hired me, who was my mentor, uh, he decided to take another opportunity. And I, of course, I thought I'd be going with him, but it was a different industry. And he told me he needed me to stay because I knew all the clients and I could be very instrumental in transitioning those clients to existing uh, advisors at the firm. And of course, that opened up uh, major doors for me and gave me an opportunity to work with many more individuals and in management of the firm. And then I realized I had some skills that I could share. And, um, and that's kind of what happened in terms of uh, helping me develop as a leader. And so uh, today, um, I'm in the role of developing our employees, of working on this culture that I have been uh, working on for many years, um, leading the firm in strategic initiatives, working very close with my partners on the executive leadership team. And uh, I've had experience working with clients and managing a practice too. So I think uh, it's kind of full circle when you look back at experiences and you don't realize it at the time, what you're going to need in the future. But I think everybody can probably look back at some, some type of experience in their journey and realize that, yeah, that was preparing me for the future. That's a great story. So you mentioned the culture just now, and I want to dig in a little bit there. So there's two 
particular things that I think are really interesting from a culture building perspective, and that's an emphasis on training and then hiring. So maybe start with those two and just how you think about them. Maybe some tips if people are looking to hire people or looking to implement a training program, that'd be really great. Okay. Well, let me start with the hiring. You know, the interview process is so crucial. And I think where a lot of mistakes are made is that they don't spend um, the time up front. Um, and I think management also needs to have a role in the hiring and interview process. Uh, it's really about managing expectations. So many, many years ago, when I was given the um, challenge to do the hiring and interviewing, I wanted to be able to convey to candidates what it's like to work here. So I created these assessments that would kind of um, give the candidate a little bit of experience of what their job would be like. And so twofold. For me, what it does is it lets me interact with the candidate to see how they think because you really don't know how somebody thinks from a one-hour conversation. You really have to see them in action. So these assessments take a long, they take all day, basically. Um, they're timed because I wanna see how somebody reacts under some time constraints because we have deadlines that we have to work with. And more importantly, I wanna see how a candidate accepts criticism how they learn from one area and then have to apply it to the next assessment without actually being told you're going to need to know this. So it's all that process from me, what I, what I learn from the candidate. But more importantly, the candidate gets a very good idea of what they would be doing every day. So they're either going to love it or they're not going to like it so much. But the key is, is that you're setting up and managing the expectations so that you don't have high turnover. And so that is one thing that I'm extremely proud of at our firm. We have very high retention and very low turnover from the get-go. And I meet with new employees after they've been with us for about three weeks. And my first question is, is there any surprise to uh, what you're doing? And they say, no, this is exactly what you told me I would be doing. And so that's, that's the objective. Now I will tell you that um, through my many years of doing this, I've actually had some candidates kind of say, you know, I think this is probably not for me. And then we switch the conversation to, okay, what is it that you like? And then I turn into advisor and, and finding out um, how to guide them um, in terms of maybe uh, a different career path. And then they also realize what they um, don't like to do. And that's all part of the exercise. So not only is it for applying for a job here at our firm, but it's also, I think, helps an individual kind of 
self ref, you know reflection in terms of what is it that I really like doing because you know coming out of school and college and I know you Ryan graduating recently it's it's tough you know there's so many um, things to think about and so I think that um, you know students new graduates I think they're much more thoughtful these days in terms of not wanting to you know uh, jump from one job to another. And so I think that they are taking more time to research and really uh, find out whether or not a firm is the right fit. Now, I also understand that somebody can't tell me, well, I'm, I'm going to be here for life. Um, that's, you know, that's not going to happen. But I think that at least the mindset should be that, yeah, this is what I want to be doing and I'm good at it. And I'm going to continue to learn. And then that's when opportunities arise. So that's our hiring. So that's on the technical side. The other part of it is the cultural fit. So I have candidates meet with numerous um, employees at different levels, uh, people who are in the same position that they're applying for and people who are in different areas of our, of our business so that they can get a sense of what the people are like and what the culture is like. And so I've, I've also learned that somebody who has great skills, technical skills, um, but if they don't have a cultural fit, then I will not hire them. And so the cultural fit is almost more important actually than the technical because technical you can teach. Uh, if somebody's coachable and trainable, you can teach those skills. The other part uh, is you you cannot, and it's it's like fitting that square peg into the round hole type of concept. So I always have a number of employees assess and talk to candidates, and they also help me um, determine whether or not they feel a person is a good cultural fit into our organization. So. Just by this conversation, I'm sure you can tell that we put a lot of time into the hiring process, and I think it's important because turnover is expensive, and so it is a lot of my time, it's a lot of my manager's time, but it's well worth it when we have somebody who um, is going to stick around and we're comfortable with. So that goes into the training part. Um, training is so important from the get-go, and providing guidance, and even um, with new employees, I call them a few days before their first day um, because I know the one question that they are wondering is, what should I wear? And, um, and so I tell them. I, I give, and so they're so relieved. And afterwards, they tell me, gosh, thank you so much for letting me know because I was stressing out so much about what I should wear. And uh, when they walk through the office, through the interview, uh, with us, you know, they kind of see where we've gone to a more casual um, dress attire. But, you know, first impressions are important. So I give them my um, suggestions on on maybe their wardrobe for their first day. And, and, I, and then I give them an outline um, of the agenda for their first day. So again, it all really comes down to managing expectations. Um, and then this way they know what their day is going to look like for the first few days. Um, 
and then we get into the actual training for their position. So I think that um, lesson learned from years of experience, you need to be organized uh, when you're onboarding employees. They really don't know uh, what what to expect, and they're sometimes, um, you know, they're they're a little afraid to ask sometimes. So I think that people need to take initiative and just lay out their schedule. And even even the question is, I don't know what time I should come in in the morning or how long I should stay. You know, simple things that we think are just um, understood, they're not. And so I think that um, onboarding is, is, is crucial for, for new employees. And then the training, of course, is so important. And I think having a plan for the training process and a training schedule is really important too. And again, nothing is set in stone. We can adjust. And that's usually uh, based on the person's, um, you know, how they adapt, how quickly they learn uh, a concept, and, and then we can move on from there. The other thing that we do here is I assign a coach to all new employees. And this coach is somebody who's been here for a few years, who's gone through the same journey. And then also a new person has somebody to go to for any question. And then this coach is uh, really assigned to them for the first year for sure. But usually after the first year, that person gets acclimated and, and moves on and progresses along the career path. But at least they, they develop this close relationship too. And uh, which is wonderful to see as, as people develop. And then again, I always do things for two reasons. The person I sign, assign as the coach is also learning how to manage. They're learning how to train somebody. They're learning how to educate uh, because that's all part of being a uh, financial advisor if that's what they aspire to do. Because part of our role as advisors, being a trusted advisor, is educating our clients. And so it's all a process. And so there's all these steps that need to be taken. But the most important thing, again, is explaining to uh, people uh, why we're doing this and what they need to get out of the experience. Um, so they, they kind of have some guidelines. That's really good on the managing expectations. So I want to quickly backtrack to the hiring. I have two questions on that. One being, do you have an example of the assessment? Because it sounds like a live role-playing thing. I'm just not exactly sure what that looks like. Oh, yes. Okay. And then the second question is, what are some of the exact things you're looking for in terms of cultural fit? So on the assessments, um, what I've done is I've taken uh, a piece of what the role that position does. And so uh, part of it is uh, written, a short answer, uh, you know, in general uh, terminology on uh, income taxes and um, investments, um, all the areas that we cover uh, for our clients. So I want to see what the baseline is in terms of somebody's understanding of, of these basic, you know, topics in our industry. So that's short answer. Then I get into calculations where they actually have to use a calculator 
and I give them all the data and it may not be perfect data, but what they need to do is put it all, piece it all together based on a list of questions that I asked them. So things like uh, projecting somebody's salary, you know, and I give them a couple of pay stubs. They're not consecutive pay stubs, but then I give them a calendar, things like that. And then they have to do this calculation. But more importantly, I ask them to uh, show me their work. So it's just like, you know, back in school, showing your work, showing your formulas and showing the process. So I also tell them I'm not so concerned about them getting the right answer. I'm really concerned about how they uh, approached uh, getting that answer. So that's all goes into problem solving. How do they approach problem solving with something that they may not be familiar with? And then uh, things like reading a, a financial statement, um, a, you know, a, a client's statement and, and asking questions from that. But then again, asking where did you get your answer? So that I can kind of get into their head about their thought process in terms of how they, how they come up with their answer. And then through this process, then I can show them where they made mistakes. And then again, seeing how they accept criticism and how they learn from it because they have to, uh, they're building upon uh, these different assessments and building upon the last assessment, which kind of um, is a summary of everything that they've, that they've done during the course of the day. The, um, the other part of the assessments I, has to do with, with uh, skills uh, on Excel because that is a resource that we use a lot. Um, and, and so I give them a few exercises on Excel. I would say the most challenging one that I find the applicants have a hard time with is creating something from scratch on Excel where they actually have to think of the presentation. And I tell them what I'm looking for. I'm looking at how do you convey the information that I ask you to put together and tell me what information you're using and what you're not going to use. But then also functionality and in, in how they use a spreadsheet. And so that's part of that assessment. And then the other assessments on Excel have to do with the template. I have already a template created, has some guidelines, and then they get a case study um, of a certain situation for a client, and then they have to put that um, onto the spreadsheet within the template. And so all these skills are kind of uh, the foundation of what we do. And so, again, after they go through this exercise, they get a very good idea of the type of planning that we do for our clients. And they, and they learn something from it. And, um, and that's, of course, the whole purpose. As far as cultural fit, you know, we have um, core values at the firm that we've established many years ago. And I think that it's really important for a candidate to understand um, who we are and what our culture is like. Uh, and so that's what I mean by cultural fit. And that's why I have a number of employees um, talk with the candidates um, to kind of get to know them and assess whether or not they think it would be a good cultural fit. And, and I do this because I have had experiences 
where um, you know there is a certain type of personality um, that may not fit in any organization. Uh, we are not a it's not a nine to five job here. I mean, we provide a very high level and a very personal service to our clients. And that means, you know, you're going to have to sometimes stay very late or come in early or even uh, go deliver some paperwork to the clients. I and mean, that was years ago before now the digital age where we have uh, client portals where uh, we can deliver things electronically. But just things like that. It's that attitude of whatever we need to do for the client we will do versus somebody who's watching the clock and, you know, 445 run, you know, comes around and they're getting ready to leave.